It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant on this Thanksgiving Eve. BYU's homestand rolls on. Five of six now in the books with five straight wins. Coach Dave Rose of the BYU Cougars with us here courtside. Coach, congrats on consecutive win number five. Well, thanks. I, I am uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with our guys. I think that we uh, it, it, it's one of those games after playing three games in a week at home and kind of getting used to, uh, you know, having our way defensively. And we got challenged pretty good here, and, and our guys really responded to it. I mean, it's a, it's a team that still has some young guys that they're trying to rely on, and you could see the talent from those young guys late in the game. Uh, but they had a great plan. They spread us out. They drove us. And we got better as the game got on, went on dealing with that. And, but we had to score to kind of stay in the game uh, to, to uh, at the start of the game. And, and I thought our guys did a good job getting the ball inside, getting it back out, shooting quick shots in transition when they were there. I just, I just thought it might have been uh, – we'll go back and watch the film and evaluate. I thought it might have been the best offensive game we played this year as far as both halves from start to finish. And uh, and we really shared the ball. I mean, we, we were, that ball was popping around, and that, that that's a good mindset for our guys. Season high, 23 assists on the 39 makes. And then when you look at 23 assists with only six turnovers, you go back over the last three games, Coach, you've had 60 assists to only 18 giveaways. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, we, we talked about that a lot just in the locker room with the, our coaches. And, and in a game like that, especially, it's a pretty physical game, and these guys are athletic. It's uh, They're long, uh, big big guys in the post. And for us to be able to uh, take care of the ball and get shots, um you know, that, that, I think that tells you that we're getting comfortable with each other and how we're playing and the minutes that we're playing. I thought Shear and Teej played uh, terrific together. And I think they've had some good nights where they've played together, and, and, and one of them had a big number game, and the other one just had a really good floor game. But tonight they both had good numbers, good floor game, and uh, except for the foul trouble that, that Shear was in. Uh, but I thought we responded to that really well. I mean, we, 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 there's so many things that we have to – kind of adjust to and kind of go through and see how we're going to, you know, deal with it and respond to it. And I just thought tonight we were pretty good at everything we tried. You score a lot of points, not you personally, maybe back in the I had, day. Yeah, Dave, I back in the day you scored a lot. Yeah. But uh, the team has been scoring a lot. You know that Rice scored over 100 in their last game. So you know that it's kind of being an up-paced up game. Does that, as a coach, is that what you would prefer or uh, – I mean, you play a team that maybe scores 60 points a game. How does that differ for you as a coach? Well, I think this group of guys is really prepared to play fast, and I've said that all, you know, all preseason and in and, and the games that uh, we've played. And and you start to wonder, you know, what uh, what kind of group this is going to be. Last year, the, the team, I think it, it it was a whole different challenge. And you know, we we lose a guy who plays really fast and is really efficient in, in transition, you know, a week before the season starts and what, how are you going to fit the next guy in and what makes the best, you know, uh, opportunity to have a successful winning season. And so, uh, with this group, we've, we've really felt like the tempo should be, you know, pretty quick with them. And, and I think we've waited, uh, you know, for this game for a while just to see, 
everybody come in and, tribu- and contribute, but also to to come in and, and be comfortable in the positions that they're in and what and how they're playing and what they're doing and and they're making good decisions. Like if you missed a couple threes, or we're going to drive that thing to the rim, try to get fouled, get to two and one. Um, I liked our decision making, and and it, it, it comes at a really good time because we're going to play the best team that we've played all year since Nevada on Saturday, and we're going to need to play like this to, in order to, you know, come out with a, a, a successful result. Tonight's game began, and Rice began doing what you knew they could do, which is make threes, and so you had to go out and make some too, and you did. Yeah, it, and it was uh, it was kind of back and forth, and I think at times, you know, you, you, you want to, you got a plan, and you know what they do, and you know which guys can shoot it, and they come in here, and they're good at what they do, and you don't just shut them down. There's other times when, you just start the game and you just lock guys down, and uh, you know, and, and then maybe you don't score on the other end. And so after the, you know, the first media timeout, it's a two-to-one game or four-to-nothing or something like that. But uh, tonight, I think both teams got off to good starts, and and, and in the end, I thought we really we got better at trying to execute our plan on both ends as the game went on. BYU shoots a season high, 56% from the field, season high, 10 threes as well on the way to a 105-78 win. The first time BYU scored 100 or more in a win since a win at San Francisco back in the spring of 2016. We're talking with Coach Dave Rose on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. More with the coach next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. ...to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cooper set a lot of season highs tonight. Season highs in assists and free throw percentage and field goal percentage and points. BYU 105 and Rice 78 are final score. BYU is now 5-1 for the first time since uh, 2013-14. Best six-game start in uh, in four years. Coach Dave Rose with us. Time for a look now at our Bank of American Fork big-time performance of the game brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. Could go a lot of different ways tonight. Uh, Jashir Hardnick, career-high 20 points. Yoli Childs on the big night, 28 points for Yo, along with uh, seven rebounds and five helpers. And we're going to go with T.J. Haas tonight. Uh, in uh, in 19, rather in 31 minutes, goes plus-minus of 19, and he scores 18 points, makes three threes, has four rebounds. And, Dave, this number's big. It's a career-high tying eight assists for T.J. Haas. He's now led your team in assists in all six games this year. Yeah, with just one turnover. I, I yeah. think that's a, you know, a, a great line. Uh, if you, you can get a, a line like that from one of your guards, um, let alone, you know, to have two guys, you know, shoot the ball and play the way they did. I mean, uh, Shearer only had one assist, uh, you know, but he was three or four from the field, from three and six or seven from the, the field. I, I think that these two guards played as well as uh, – as far as I think they've played floor games, uh, maybe as well, but for them both to have the uh, the nights that they had, TJ's a great choice. I mean, that, that's that's a huge uh, line in 31 minutes to score 18 points and be six for nine, three for five from the field and make you know all three of his free throws. Uh, an, another number that really kind of stands out here that I'm, we've been waiting for as a as a staff is we shot 85% from the free throw yeah. line, you know, and uh, I think that. This will be a good free throw shooting team, um, and you know I, I think we can shoot in high, you know, 70s, low 80s as a team, and, and hopefully that uh, that's something that uh, becomes a staple for us. Just six turnovers tonight. It seemed like I think it was Northwestern State. You may have had a sloppy game, uh, uh, and then since then it's just been 
tremendous. Are you surprised at all with how well you're taking care of the basketball right now? Well, I think anytime you know the the, the possessions, amount of possessions that we have, you know, we, we we've always kind of tried that 10 was that number that you want to stay under, and it's so hard to do that when you play you know, fast and you're on attack and you're making these quick decisions, you know, with the ball at a high speed. But uh, I think our guys are just getting used to playing together and, and uh, how we want to play. Um, a couple of those games, actually, we got we got pressed. Oral Robert pressed us the whole night and we still had, a, you know, a low number. So um, the more we play together, the more time we're out there, hopefully that the, the, these can be things that we can, you know, kind of depend on as, uh, as staples for our group. Uh, Aiko Adams can play a little bit for them, number three, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's really good, and and I think that uh, the you know the fact that he's a like we said a, a three-level guy, he can score at the rim, he can score mid-range, and he can score behind the three-point line, and he's good at the free-throw line too. Uh, but uh, we used two or three different guys on him. I thought maybe we warm out just a little bit, um, but you know Josh Parrish is a guy number one that just drove that thing at us and I thought we did a pretty good job later in the game of contesting him at the rim and making him make a tougher shot um, but uh, I, I like you know I like their team I think they're good young guys and that uh, you know they, they, they just continue to get better in his second year all right your alma mater comes into town <laughs> on uh, Saturday afternoon now yeah this will be like I said in the, the print media this will be an exciting game exciting game for me personally but for our guys I think that uh uh, I didn't think, you know, that we'd ever get the University of Houston in the Marriott Center. We went down there and played them in a NIT game, but um, I, I mean, I'm excited to go back there next year too when when they have the new arena. You know, Hoffines is being redone right now. I think they 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 open it next month sometime. But um, you know, Kelvin has done an unbelievable job getting that thing back on track and got to the you know NCAA tournament last year. And um, I've had I've had a lot of kind of interaction with Kelvin over the years. I've had really good friends of mine that have worked for him. I've had players at junior college that went and played for him at Washington State when he was the coach there. And obviously he's at Houston now. He was with the Rockets for a little while. And now he's with the um, – so I have a lot of, you know, friends and acquaintances in the game in Houston that uh, have watched him and see him build on LJ Rose played here, you know, after playing for him for two years. So I know he's going to bring in a really athletic – tough defensive-minded group and uh, we'll see how we'll see how it goes what does uh, seeing that uh logo still do for you you know it's funny i got the i got the stats that came through of, of their game against Nor northwestern and that's uh i had some i had some really fun years you know playing under that logo and uh it's still it's still to me when i see it it, it still reminds me of a national program with uh you know final four Implications. I mean, Guy V took them to the Final Four, I think, five years, six years, and, um, you know, six different times. And Elvin Hayes and Lou Alcindor, that big game that they had in the Astrodome that kind of broke the barrier as far as TV was concerned in college basketball. So th there's some good history there. We've had uh, a couple player reunions uh, in the last few years with the, the Final Four being in Houston. So... I know the next few days will be full of texts from some guys that I haven't heard from for a while, but uh, this this will be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I will be an interested listener and a, bit of, and a bit of a nervous wreck as I drive to Salt Lake following your game on Saturday afternoon, so good luck in it. Well, thanks, Greg. i I, I just like to uh, take a minute and wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. You know, it's these we, we've been through this all different ways, and 
when you win on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the, the dinner is much better. It tastes, tastes better. better yeah. It looks. Everybody looks better. Everybody feels better. It's just a. It's good, and I'm I'm happy for our guys. We'll, we'll get in here in the morning and. You know, get a lift in real quick and and uh, watch some film of uh, Houston get started on them and have a real quick workout and and then get home and celebrate the day. Mark, final word from you. No man, that's not no no true word spoken as a player, <laughs> man. If you you want to win that game before the holiday yeah, and they right. they got it done. So that's congratulations. Right. Yep. Congrats again, Dave. Happy Thanksgiving and the good luck against the uh, other Cougars on Saturday. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back and say goodnight here on the new skin BYU Sports Network.